Welcome back to another episode of Rough Sketch to Final Draft. I am your host, Coach Adam. And we are here again for another incredible episode where we're going to dive deep into the world of growth and development and healing, as we always do in this beautiful community. If you're new here, we welcome you. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. And we are visited again today by another amazing guest. Karen, if you would like to introduce yourself for the audience, please do so. Um, hi, Adam's really great to be here. Um, so my name's Karen Ramsey Smith. I, I guess just to, I want to take the labels off just to start off with. So <laughs> I'm a mum of two grown up children. I live in Coventry in Warwickshire in the centre of the UK. And um, what I do for a living, what I do for life, I guess, is to help people. And I help people through transformational coaching. Um, I'm an advanced accredited coach, I'm also a mindfulness teacher. Um, I support people to help them to understand how to become more present um, and guide them to do that. And I also help and support fellow coaches as well, my peers, um, to help them to stay present and to stay on track with helping other people. So I have kind of a threefold purpose, if you like. Um, yeah. But also, my I guess my first life purpose is being a mum, and you know, being there for my family. I do coach with a heart and a uh, soulful connection. It's always a beautiful connection. It truly, truly is in this world. We need more of um, those who actually carry and embody the truth of being a coach and being a good leader in all aspects of life. And uh, one of the things that the audience should definitely know is that I've been looking forward to this conversation that was on hold for a little while. And I'm, happy to share that with the audience um, <laughs> I've been looking forward to with your content is incredible and I, I believe in your message and what you're doing and I really really do and I believe the family here will as well and um, as we kind of transition into that it's a great pivot point in that sense to kind of kick us off in the fact of you know Karen share with the audience a little bit about what really drew you into becoming a transformational coach and what was the the impetus of the idea to want to go into that that path in, in life in the first place. It's not exactly always a easy path. So what was some of the inspirations that led you there and um, share a little bit with us about that more? Yeah, sure. And I believe everybody has their own unique path to coming to help other people in some way, you know, whether that we become a coach or we become another type of support service person in some way. Um, and sometimes we just become a person, a, a person who is, wholehearted and just goes about their daily life helping people and we don't have to be a coach so I really want to resonate that with the yep. audience is that you know we don't always have to become something we just need to become more of ourselves and that was the big lesson for me I was in corporate um, marketing and comms for 26 years mm. and I thought my life was going great I had all the things you know I was um, married I had the the children I had the you know 2.4 children type of thing with you know all of the pets and everything and went on holiday twice a year and had this amazing career but I was really deeply unhappy inside and um I just came to a point of total burnout and I had to take time away from work and I really 
I was quite lucky in that I was able to take a little, a few months off work um, paid um, and I took time away and really started to properly reflect. Um, I'd been practicing mindfulness for about eight years, um, but the burnout really gave me a wake up call, really. It was my first one, I think. Um, I'd had one a few years before when my dad passed away, um, but I believe I wasn't really listening at that point. Um, my dad um, passed away from a malignant brain tumour. Um, so that was kind of my first wake up call. But I don't believe I really listened at that point. I don't think that I grieved for my dad. I don't think that I really went through that sort of awakening process at that point. Um, and it took me to really be burnt out from my workplace and through my relationship at that time to really come back to myself and to start really listening to say, what is it about me that's going on here that isn't, is not to do with blaming other people or the outside situations, but what is happening within me that I need to listen to? Um, and so that's when I really started practicing mindfulness in earnest. Um, and I found the world of coaching really, it really through serendipity, um, and I found a coach for myself and started being coached. And it was through being coached and practicing mindfulness myself that I really started to realize there was a connection between what I was experiencing and what was going on inside me, um, which I'd never had before throughout all of my life, really. Mm. Um and really sort of came back to myself through nature. Nature is a big, a really, really big part of my life um, and has been since I was a child. So I came to practicing mindfulness out in nature. I um, trained as a transformational coach and as a mindfulness teacher then in the end over that last couple of years. And that was back in 2017. Um and pretty much started my own business straight away. I left my corporate job um over six to eight months and started my business and started supporting people straight away through similar situations to how to what I'd been through. Um and that was how I started coaching. That was back in 2017. I've had a long old awakening journey since then. So that was just really my first wake-up call, I would say. I love that. It's been quite the journey. And um, many mm -hmm. blessings to you, holding space for you with the loss of your father. I'm sure that that resonates with many individuals in the audience. It certainly lands heavy on my heart, and I'm holding space for you in a loving way. My father, in my world, is the only parent that I've ever had, so I can only imagine um, in that regard. So love and light to you mm -hmm. in that regard. And what an Thank incredible you. transformation that you've gone through in your world. It resonates well with uh, even our own journeys with you and I. I know that we align a lot on things. We have yet to share all these things together as our connection is growing um, for us as well. And certainly it resonates in a genuine sense that the end of the corporate circus in that regard, the commercialized idea that we're sold mm. individuals in these societies and, and blessings to everyone who's, who's in it and we're doing it. We've, we've all been homogenized. We've all been socialized. We've all been categorically put into these ideas that this corporate life get the car get the job have the kids have the family is supposed to be these checkmark boxes instead of the idea that these are things that are meant to be 
moments that we seek, things that we look for for fulfillment, for authenticity, that isn't just a, a, acquiring in that regard, right? There's so many different words to say, but the acquirement of what we're supposed to get is being told to us that we're supposed to get versus the idea of us asking inwardly, which I see inside of you that you realize what you need to do is ask Karen, what do I need? What should I give to her? Not just what the world is telling me that Karen should have so that I look like I have the things that people tell me. At the point time, it was this beautiful transformation where you saw being authentic with you was the, the moment of truth. And um, as we get to conversations sometimes in this life, it really is about the, the breakdowns that lead to breakthroughs through your journey of coaching and being able to give back and learning that being a coach isn't necessarily the only thing in life. What have you found really enriches your, your, your journey that you've been on? What are some of the amazing things that you would like to share with the audience about what you've discovered within yourself and what you've discovered within assisting others that truly is the, um, the fulfillment of being this, this individual on this journey that you are? Yeah, I think, I think the, probably the greatest thing, and this is not something that I say lightly at all, but the greatest thing that I found inside myself is acceptance. Yeah. And that is a huge thing. It's not an easy thing to say, to yeah. say that you accept your life, your journey, your experiences. And I think the thing that brought me brought me to acceptance almost <laughs> dragged me kicking and screaming to acceptance was the things that unfolded throughout my journey. Yeah. And what one of those big things, so really my whole life changed again. So I was coaching for a couple of years um, from 2017, 2018. And then in 2019, my whole life fell apart yet again. Um, I lost my mum to also to a malignant brain tumour. Um, both my mum and dad passed away within six to eight weeks. And it was just... Uh, you know you just it's really hard not to go into blame when things happen again um but again I was brought to grief obviously huge grief um and I really believe that you know when we go through these experiences we are grieving in, in a lot of ways for a lot of different things not only for the person that we've loved and lost and desperately miss in so many deep ways, but also for the life that we used to have for there's many things that happen that help you to express and to to come to that place of acceptance through grief. Um, and then I was grieving for my mum. I think I had secondary grief from losing my dad because of the, sec the secondary experience of going through the um, inoperable brain tumour situation um, and then I lost my partner out of the blue to suicide in 2019 later on that year um, so I was I had all this grief and then I had all this yet again I, I mean there's so much I could go into about all of this but what I really want to I guess to to share and express yeah. is about this theme of acceptance I guess that acceptance really is probably the greatest thing that we can 
give to ourselves or do for ourselves in this situation. I'm just going to hold space for you is what I was saying, the fact of the, the, the journey that you've been on. It's, it's, it's coming over me in waves. I'm sure that anyone who's listening is just going to be um, holding love and genuine authenticity for you in that regard. This has been a lot. Um, a lot. Truly. And I yeah, just want it's such a know, lot. I'm here with you right now. This is so large. Um, this amazing radiant being that I have come to know and get a chance to connect with that's sitting here today seems so far removed from all of these things that we are expressing right now. Mm. And I just want to mm. say that I acknowledge you and I appreciate you for the strength that you have to share this in such a vulnerable, authentic way through this, yeah. <laughs> through this journey of grief and through of the idea. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to discover there. I think your message of being able to overcome these moments and to find the will within to keep going will also be very impactful. So share with individuals as you were going through this, what were some of the real things that you were, you were actually holding on to as things were mm-hmm. leaving in your life and transitioning in different ways to say it in the most loving capacity? What were some of the things that you were led to within to feel fulfillment, to continue moving forward, to continue growing? Because that's a lot what you've been through. So share with us what kept you going. Yeah, I think, um, well, there were, I've been through some really difficult, dark moments to say, first of all, you don't go through grief like that without going to your own dark place yourself. Um, but I think that when it comes to down to being in a really situation of adversity, a real deep, dark place, we have two choices. Ultimately, mm. we have the choice to say that this is a feeling when we we have a lot of overloaded and overwhelming emotions about something. Mm. We have the choice to say this is a feeling I want to get rid of and I'm not going to accept it or we have the choice to come to a place of I'm going to be with this and whatever is here right now I am going to deal with it Mm. so you come to that place and Most of the time, and it sounds like I've been through a lot, and I know there'll be a lot of people listening that have also been through a lot as well, but somehow you find that something inside you that tells you it's like, it's all right. Yeah. Just keep going. Even though things are not awful right now and you can't see and it feels really dark, something inside me asked me to look for the light particularly I found that in the time when I found out my partner had taken his life had died by suicide I prefer to say I in that moment when I had the phone call and I I knew it was him that they'd found the the body that they'd found and my partner was found in a wood in Somerset And it took a while, a little while for them to identify the body and things because it was outside. 
I know this can be triggering for people, so I, don't, I won't go into it in too much detail. But that moment, I had to accept it, which wasn't easy. But it wasn't just about, oh, acceptance. It was a moment almost where I felt everything at once. Mm. And it's very difficult to describe. I felt deep hurt, confusion, grief, darkness. But I also had a moment where I just looked for the light and I gathered my children in and I just said, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that we're here together, that I could be here for them and they were there for me. And I'm still here. Mm. And that was really literally, I think that was the light for me in that moment was that I was still here. Mm. My children were still here. We were all still breathing. And it was it was very simple but very powerful. A moment of not just acceptance, but almost a glimmer of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> that I, there was still life, you know? Yeah. And that we could make it through. Um and that simplicity, I think, of recognizing the preciousness of what had gone, yeah. what had left, but also the preciousness of what was still here was has changed my life. That moment, just that one moment. And there's been a big old journey of non-acceptance and moments of overwhelm and things, obviously, since then. It, you know, my life hasn't been sorted, obviously. But I really believe that through the practice of mindfulness and being in nature and all the practice and years of practice I've done for 10, 15 years served me so well in that moment because I had the ability to just take a little step back, know that I was feeling all of these things, but also know that life is precious and everybody's life is so precious all of our lives are every moment we live every breath that we take and that's it's never left me since that moment i think that this is one of the most beautiful examples of the power of appreciation that i've ever witnessed Mm -hmm. from someone in my entire life and i'm sure for the audience as well the amazing amount of what you've been through in those moments of unclarity and some darker moments, this light that you found within yourself and within those that you love, like your children around you, to appreciate their light and their flame that's with you in the midst of some tumultuous times, if we can say it lovingly. You found the ability to hold to yourself and to find the gratitude for what was alive and living with you. That's one of the most amazing transformations I think I've ever even heard of. So again, I am humbled by many of the guests that we've had on this incredible show and Karen, your story and your authenticity here of today of sharing is just absolutely palpably powerful. 
at this moment in time, usually in the in the episode, I, I'll do my best now to try and remind people just to kind of hold space for um, anyone that's going through a spot in time and that we're here lovingly as we're going through a lot of these things, many of the concepts and many of the topics that we bring up here on Rough Sketch Final Draft are resonating with people. They do feel things and these things link to others. So if you are feeling what Karen has gone through and you're feeling anything, we hold space for you in the fact that that's all right. It's okay if a lot of these things, quote unquote, bring up things that you're thinking about or even trigger some of the things that you've been through in your life as well. That's why we're here. We're also learning as well. And Karen is doing a phenomenal job of letting us see how even in our darkest times, we can transition into the light. The transformation is there. She's living proof of it from herself. And as a humble metric, I'm sure that Karen will resonate with this as the fact of, again, as coaches and as just as human beings, hopefully said it in the European way, we don't all have it sorted just yet. Um, in the truest sense that we're humbly working on this. I don't have all the answers and neither does she. We're always humbly growing through this. Life is real. Life is raw. And we're always working on it. Okay. So that gives you space out there, audience, to also feel these things and work through your things as well. Rough sketch of life to the final draft. We're not perfect yet. We're working through things and that's okay. So Karen, I I would like to transition and kind of leave a, a good space there for the audiences. What are some of the, I guess, more in pieces and component parts that you've felt about acceptance and about your transformation that you've assisted others through and the levels of ways in which you bring people through coaching in that sense of finding their ability to accept what's going on in their world so that they can get through their things as well. I think for the benefit of the audience, that might be a really great moment to share some of the things that you do actually individuals in, in that manner um how i help my clients i love to work one-to-one -one. i'm a huge fan of working one-to-one -one. um i believe we have lots of different um ways that we can help people especially through coaching um but i personally really love to work and combine um the support of holding a deep listening space with my clients, with people that I adore to help. Um, for me, deep listening and holding that space as you're doing for me today without creating our own interference, yeah. our own um, energy, just allowing the person to totally have that space for themselves, which I believe is something that is sorely missing in this world, yeah. especially right now. Mm. Um, holding space, a deep listening space for the person that I support mm. is probably the most important thing that I do. Um, I also support my clients to become more present so I help them to learn how to come to a meditative state. And I do that through the body. So I work with the person to become more present through their body. So it's it's somatic mindfulness. Mm. Um, it's not just about calming the mind. It's also about calming through the body as well. 
And for me, that's what creates the transformation, the deep listening, the space for the person to be completely expressed, but also asking the right questions at the right time when they are present in their body is incredibly transformational. Um, So that's the way that I work with my clients, with my mindfulness coaching. Um, And I also, I also work with other coaches. So I work with people who coach other people and help them to do the same um, through coaching supervision. Um, So two quite different modalities, um, but with my healing work, it really is about somatic mindfulness and transformational coaching. Would you say that some of these techniques, and I know that to circle back to what you did say, that some of the things that you have been through in your life previously, before some of these moments had happened in your world, did these tools that you also are expressing today, did they come up in your world as a benefit to you through your own process of transformation as well? Were these already available to you? The the techniques that I use, um, many of them are techniques that I have learnt myself um, when practicing out in nature, um, which was really where I came to do my own healing. Um, and so I've developed a lot of those techniques um, to support my clients as I do today. Mm. Um, it's particularly through the body. So working with the heart, working with deep listening, uh, listening to different parts of your body because your body speaks to you in so many, many different ways, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. Um, and really, I guess when I say asking the right questions at the right time, that's the skill of a, a very experienced coach who's who's done many hours of holding space and knows when to ask a question, knows when to just be quiet, knows when to continue a conversation, knows when to support hmm. their client through to hopefully having compassion for themselves, which yeah. is the aim to be awakened by compassion. And that can only really come from what we've been talking about today, which is through acceptance um, of what is here and now, because our mind is very clever. It's it's an amazing tool, but it takes you away from the present moment and it will tell you all sorts of stories about who you are, what you should be doing, all of these different things that take you away from the preciousness of what actually is really here and now, which is your amazing life, Mm. um, which is here to be lived right here, right now. Mm. Um, Not tomorrow, not when you think you're going to be better, not when you think you're going to have more, which is, you know, everything that you spoke about at the beginning of the the session, we're always drawn to wanting more. And that, you know, triggers that part of us that isn't, doesn't feel enough right now. So acceptance through the body, acceptance through the present moment really helps us to not only just know that this is reality, but also to accept it, Hmm. take responsibility for what's happening now. And it gives you that courage, that strength to keep going and find what is the learning in this experience for me? That's how we grow. That's how we expand. That's how we 
become everything that we're here to become. Mm. When we accept the learning, we know that things are happening for us. They're not happening to us. That actually we can become present with that and we can learn so much and help other people with that learning as well. Amen to that. How beautiful would it be if we really were able to, all of us, even at an 80% increase, maybe not 100%, um, that's maybe asking for too much by tomorrow. But at the same time, in regard of literally being able to accept ourselves, and as you're saying, mm-hmm. just play in sync with what you're saying and the fact of living within ourselves and being present, fully present within our own selves, first bodily acceptance and soulful acceptance and emotional acceptance, and really just allowing ourselves to be our authentic selves in that sense would be amazing to accept ourselves. You know, if we look in the mirror and we don't like that part of ourselves, we don't like that part. We wish that was different. We're upset that, you know, the, the world made us this way or that we have fingernails a certain way. We're always so hypercritical. It'd be amazing as to what you're saying, what's resonating really is the fact that we can just accept ourselves and allow all that outside mind chatter that happens in the world. The mind is an amazing thing, like you said, and it's always filling our thoughts, filling our imaginations, which is a creative aspect. Children have it since we were a little and it should be nurtured. The inner child needs to be able to express that at the same time, like the acceptance of these things. Sometimes as we um, mature in our lives and go through our lives, challenges, we find ways to criticize ourselves and hold ourselves in in critical positions of we haven't achieved this yet. And then when I will, then I'll love myself. When I get the job to circle back all the way into our whole entire day's conversation, then I'll love myself. When I finally find a partner, you know, male, female, or, or however that goes, then I'll find that I'm lovable. And what Karen is really saying, fam, is the fact that loving yourself and accepting yourself now, as is today, in an authentic way, is one of the most powerful moments in your life that can make you step through the looking glass, step through the veil, and start your transformation into living your life in a fulfilled way. Well, I knew that I was going to enjoy this conversation with you thoroughly, and I am, and I think for everyone else, too, um, that that's going to be a, a genuine thing that people are listening to, and I know you are, fam. In this moment, I know that uh, I'm doing better at this as I become a better podcaster, and, and now that we're doing this on YouTube, if you're enjoying the content from today, don't forget, we're going to leave you the socials down at the, at the end of the episode, but find Karen. She's a phenomenal human soul she's an incredible coach of course she's an amazing mother um find her connect with her send some love as you always do in this beautiful community i'll leave the links down below and don't forget to like and subscribe um i do hear your messages fam so i'm reminding myself more and more to do that throughout the course of the video so let's um let's transition now as we're kind of coming up to the the middle second half of the of the whole entire episode for today what are some of the things, and this is kind of one of the moments that I like to give back to any of the guests, what, is, what are some of the things that you would like to discuss and bring into the forefront? The world needs some healers and some healing as always. And as we've mentioned, and I agree with you 100%, that now more so than ever. Well, what are some of the things that you would like to bring up? And we can talk about it in depth. I think one of the, probably one of the things that I like to spread the message about is gratitude um and appreciation and 
for me, enabling that gratitude within yourself really change it can change your life. It changed my life, you know. I spent so many years in non-gratitude, in, you know, wanting more, in wanting things to be different every day. And that wasn't just the big things, it was the little things. You know, when things weren't going right that day, this is when gratitude can really change your life. And I don't really talk about gratitude as like listing the 10 things that you're grateful for today. I like to work through presence. And for me, you can really build your gratitude through nature, just through noticing simple little things, Hmm. especially at this time of the year, actually, um, when you can notice what's actually changing in nature Um, And in the UK, we're in the depths of winter. So it might not look like anything's happening right now, but actually so much is happening underneath the surface because nature is so busy, (laughs) so busy, you know, composting and taking all of the seeds that have fallen in the autumn. And it's actually cultivating and nourishing and nurturing everything to be coming up again in the springtime. So to me, so much to be grateful for, so much to notice. And whenever we notice things, and I think for me, gratitude is all about noticing. It's about being mindful. It's not about trying to think of something that you're grateful for today. Just become present and actually just notice around you what's around you in this present moment. Because if you can notice a leaf falling from the tree, you can notice the snow on the ground, you can notice the frost, whatever it might be for you that notice the sunshine. That's reflecting something back deep inside you. Whatever you're noticing is reflecting back something about you. Hmm. So look for the lightness, look for the gratitude, look for whatever that is that's going to help you to understand yourself a little bit more that to me is what real gratitude is about it's about noticing so you come then as a practice to kind of appreciate things more um appreciate what you've got more appreciate that you have running water that you have a tree outside your window that there is a passing cloud today i love in um mindfulness we have a a practice which is sitting with your tea Hmm. and it's obviously English (laughs) it's all English a cup of tea you know a cup of English tea so it might be a cup of coffee it might be whatever your favorite drink is but and I came to do this as I was really grieving um for my partner in the early days in September 2019 I got into a practice of getting up in the morning and my I needed to to get up obviously it wasn't yeah. easy to get up and get on with my day but I found that simple practice of holding my tea and just being quiet with my tea I could feel like I it just felt like a, a moment of just peace yeah. where I could just be with myself I could let some tears go 
I could maybe look out the window and just notice the sky. And it just became a little ritual for me. Mm. Um, and I love one of my favourite spiritual teachers is Thich Nhat Hanh. Mm. And he talks about that you can sit with your loved one with your cup of tea. I don't know if you know know this story. I do. But actually, we're all, yeah, yeah it's beautiful, yeah. isn't it? It's a beautiful yeah. YouTube video about it if anybody wants to um, look it up. But basically, nothing ever dies is what he says. You know, nothing ever dies. And actually, the rain, um, the rain cloud becomes the rain. The rain then becomes into the soil, into the plants. The plants grow. You know, we grow our tea. We then put our tea into the teacup. And if we can notice things like that, we can appreciate and know that our loved ones never really die. They're always with us through the things around us. And if you can notice these things, I think they just help us through these really difficult times um, to be with ourselves and to be reflective and to be in that place of presence. Hmm. It connects us back to life connects us back to the world connects us back to the things around us so we don't feel so isolated hmm. and really in the fact that the the surroundings that we find ourselves in as you're saying reflect back to us that our loved ones are potentially with us in our surroundings in our awareness and if a blade of grass blowing in the wind reminds us of that loved one that is no longer with us then they're with us actually in mm. all truth not just that's one of those those hard pause moments where it's the, there's some positive talk out there in the universe there's some esoteric kind of talk and then you start getting to this part where you transcend that and you start realizing that the the woo-woo kind of stuff out there is actually more mm -hmm. tangible more real than even some of these things that we consider in air quotes right to be big real and these moments of, of feelings take over, with, as you're saying, with gratitude and appreciation and awareness that set in with that we're interconnected to nature, to those who have come and gone, and that we never are separated from any of that, from who we are, what we want to be, who we've known, and, and who has been in our lives, and just nature in general. I think that's a, um, it's a huge concept for individuals to want to sit with have a spot tea and enjoy the morning, do their routine and just fill themselves with a moment of gratitude that they even have the cup of tea or a coffee, as you said, whatever their particular morning routine might be. And just be grateful that they're able to be filled with air in your lungs and be able to have these thoughts and to contemplate the things in life that mean the most to us. That's beautiful, Karen. That's simply beautiful. I think that um, I think it's going to be very genuinely a beautiful practice for individuals to to put to use in their in their lives for all the listeners here that will ever come here to find this message. And again, as well, if you have found us, you are welcome here. Of course, we welcome you in this amazing family. Karen is an incredible, incredible woman, and she's sharing here today. And um, I think for the benefit of understanding some of the tools of gratitude and appreciation. Today's episode will resonate for many of the listeners for quite a while. In the truest sense, is there more to life than finding gratitude 
or appreciation for the things that we have and living in the now? I don't think so. What do you, Karen? What do you think? Well, I think people talk about finding your purpose and finding your life purpose and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I really believe that we all have a purpose, as I said earlier on. But, you know, I would ask this question, what if your purpose is just your purpose for today? What if there's just a purpose, you know, if if people struggle with that concept of there's in the future, I'm going to find this like massive life purpose and my life's going to work out and everything's going to be all aligned. If you struggle with that, just focus on what is my purpose today? What am I here to do today? What am I here to learn today? Maybe open your mind to something that you might learn today. You know, maybe that's just your purpose is just for today or just in this moment. What's what's the purpose right now? What's what can you find that's interesting about now? What are you curious about right now? And it just takes that, you know, when you're more present like that, it's that takes all that pressure away all this pressure that we put on our ourselves you know in our minds to be something different to what we are right now the secret and the magic is now yeah. there's so much in now but we run away from now and try and get to the next moment and the next moment and the next moment and it doesn't matter how many new things are created and all these exciting new technologies and things, which are all amazing, Mm. but you're never going to take it away from the magic of now. It's always going to be happening now. So yeah, that's just my little thought really just about Mm. having a purpose, you know, there's, Mm. we can all find purpose in today. As they say, chef's kiss. It's not perfect. <laughs> so to wrap up on that thought, mm-hmm. a movie and a, and a book based on it as well, the uh, the Peaceful Warrior, and um, mm-hmm. the character that they've written into there, not the actual genuine Socrates, but the character who's in there named Socrates. He has a student <clears throat> who's working on things in life, and it's much about this mindfulness and coming to the present moment. And eventually, the student, halfway through the movie, ends up winning Socrates' praise when he understands. There's never nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much there, as you're saying, that there is so much happening in this present moment that the present is all we're ever going to have. And that's enough. This idea that we all have, these social constraints, these family, societal, communal requirements, the things that we have to do something in the eventual, this five-year, 10-year plan idea, this back to the original, circling it all back in, into this corporate mentality that I've got to have these accoutrements that we decorate our life tree with to, um, you know, wear, wear our medals and badges throughout life is this idea that the present is all that we have. If you have successes and achievements in the future, that's for another version in another time. If you have hangups and pains from the past, that's something that doesn't exist anymore. What is real is what is now in the present endless. And it has so much going on right now. And if in mindfulness and Hinduism and shamanism and so on and so forth, the Taoism coming to the now is one of the most powerful things um, that our lives can consist of. And I think in the 21st century, we've been working towards this more and more that we've, we've been graduating away, you know, incrementally from 
IQ and getting back to EQ and finding ourselves and really getting in touch with ourselves, which is genuinely the whole entire art of becoming now into the present. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And there's just such simplicity in being present. Um, I'm training as a sound practitioner at the moment and the there's just something so beautiful about just listening to one tone of the tibetan bowl Mm. and when you listen to one sound from the beginning to the end you realize that it takes you on a journey just that one sound and you can do this in nature you don't have to listen to a bowl although sound healing is incredibly healing Mm. and it works amazingly with the body but you can do it in nature you listen to a bird song and if you can practice that there's so much just in that one simple bird song listening to that sound from the beginning to the end Mm. and it's this, these natural things, sound, nature sounds, you know, through, it's 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 not, it's free, it's naturally healing to us, but we don't spend any time taking these gifts that are given to us in every single precious moment. So, you know, just that one thing, like you said, there's so much happening in, in the present moment. If we can just stop and slow down and take the gifts that are already there, um, we can we can grow so much and we can heal so much with what's around us already. It really just does boil down to the fact of how you've been sharing it today. There is so much to appreciate and there is so much to be grateful for. I think if anything, the takeaway from this episode is the fact that if we all started practicing mindfulness and just being present, we might all start feeling a little bit of alleviation of the challenges, the pressures and the pains that are all real in our lives, so that that temperature gauge might just go down, just just a scotch, you know, just a little bit in that regard. What a great journey of a conversation through so many topics today. Well, we are um, now coming up to almost the top of the hour, and again, I'm going to pass it off to my amazing guest because this is your show. I'm just the host. I'm just getting a chance to uh, interview amazing individuals. And I I enjoy bringing incredible content and leaders and coaches and amazing souls such as yourself to, uh, to our audience. And out of gratitude from today, from me to you, and on behalf, I'm sure, of the whole entire family, those who will find this, share whatever you would like to for the last 15 to 20 minutes in this, uh, in this amazing episode. And we'll wrap this thing up together. So take us home, Karen. Sure. So I'm going to actually invite um, anyone who's listening um, to do a little challenge uh, for themselves. And traditionally at this time of the year, it's Christmas uh, coming up for Christmas. We might be creating lists of what we want for Mm. Christmas. So my challenge to you is, and you, Adam, okay. is to create a reverse Christmas wish list. Okay. So a reverse Christmas wish list is actually a list of things that you, throughout this year, throughout 2023, you have experienced. Mm. There might be challenges. 
but you're you've learned from those challenges and you found gratitude in those challenges so we're focusing on not what we want but what we already have what's brought us to this present moment it's a reflective list um so something from each month january through to december and reflect reflect on your own reverse christmas wish list and know that where you are today is enough you don't have to finish this year strong mm. but reflecting will help you <laughs> to feel strong you don't need to look and see what you've got to do next year just know that you're enough and know that whatever you've learned this year has helped you to grow exponentially and you know next year vow to be as present <laughs> as you are doing that exercise i love that deal i'm in fam leave a like and subscribe <laughs> on that regard and uh, let us know that you're in as well and <clears throat> i think to add with that is the fact that is that a mindful moment in the regard to understand that when you are grateful for the things that you do have more so in your life than you're worried about what you're wanting and getting, which is putting you in a law of manifestation language wise in a position and a mentality in a um, cycle of thought that is in lack. Because if you're in want, mm -hmm. that means you are not fulfilled. If you put yourself into a opportunity of thought and processing of gratitude, then that will draw in more of what we're actually genuinely wanting in our life. That's actually the, isn't that the magic? Absolutely, because you are in a place, you come to a place of neutrality yeah. and because you're resolving the past in a way, you're reflecting, you're understanding, you're appreciating, you're taking responsibility, you're yeah. letting go of what, what has gone, but you are coming from a place of, of gratitude, of, of learning, of being accepting of totally of of what's here right now and when you're in that space that is when things begin to to change because doors open from a place of presence mm. um my life has completely changed since 2019 yes i've been on a big healing journey but i've since met a wonderful partner and i'm on a new life trajectory now through my healing, through being present, through appreciating and being thankful for what I have now and practicing reflection like the exercise I just shared, it helps me massively and I hope it helps everybody listening too to come to that place of, of real natural manifestation. You know, there's no secrets in this. It's all on show for us. We just need to take the time and be patient with ourselves. And when you are patient, things really do begin to speed up. And it really is true that the saying, slow down to speed up, it, it, it works. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah, well, I'll definitely say that it has been an absolute joy. If we're talking about sound healing and resonance, the frequencies and the tonality of this entire conversation has been one of healing and love and genuine authenticity in the fact of sharing a transformational journey and also just of shedding 
ideas circling all the way back to the very beginning of the idea of kind of just peeling back the layers of titles and coaches and, you know, um, names and rankings and uh, PhDs and accolades. It's just we're real human beings enjoying this journey. Today has been an authentic moment that I've shared with you, and I hope that the audience resonates with it. I'm sure they will. And you have been just a genuine joy to be with, Karen. I'm holding space for you for everything that I've learned about you today that you've gone through. You were an amazing, amazing woman before this conversation today, and I have so much gratitude and appreciation for you. And it has tripled and quadrupled a hundredfold after what we've shared here today together. So I just want to share, just share that and shed you with just love and light and just... I'm so grateful for this opportunity to have this incredible conversation. And um, for the sake of the audience, I mean, we're doing this literally across the world right now. I'm in California and she's all the way in the UK. So, I mean, we're, we're making these things happen for you, fam. So hope that everyone is enjoying and can last ending notes to, um, to let people know where to find you and to uh, talk about some of the things maybe that you got coming up and um, just send us home. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I just massively appreciate that we managed to get together and and have this deep conversation. It's one of my favourite things to do. And I really appreciate all the work that you do and the support that you give to people that um, support and follow you as well. So and this is what it's all about. Um, so for me, what's happening for me at the moment, I've taken quite a lot of time out this year because I've started a new relationship. But I'm back now. Um, coaching and supporting people um, I've got a visioning a soul visioning workshop one of the things I love to do is mindful um, visualization um, I've got a soul visioning workshop coming up um, in January late January um, and if anybody wants to find me and find out more about what I do um, my website is biggerpicturecoaching.com very simple um, and I'm on Facebook Karen Ramsey Smith um, I also have a free Facebook community, um, which is called Soul Expression, um, which you can find on Facebook through my um, Facebook profile and my Instagram profile, which is Love You More Karen um, and Supervision Coach. So I'm all over the place, um, but it's Karen Ramsey Smith. You're, if you type that in, you'll find me. I'm quite easy to find. There we go. There we go. And I'll make it easy for them too. We'll keep those links down in the description Thank down you. below. Yeah, <laughs> I'll make it super simple for the time. Other than that, Karen. It's been a genuine joy and an absolute pleasure. And I look forward to maybe doing this again in season three and having you as a return guest. So sure. have, an amazing, have an amazing, amazing day. And fam, thank you so much for tuning in for another incredible episode. Cheers. Thank you. Mm-hmm.